0: And we somehow made it all the way through that recording without mentioning that FP kisses Jughead's forehead and says, you broke my <laughs> oh heart. God. You broke my heart. Fredo, Jughead, I mean. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, they did just do that. Mm-hmm. This show sucks so bad.
0: It's like they make references in a way that like, either you're not going to get the reference or you're going to know they did a bad job. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what it is.
2: Hello and welcome to River Doos and River Donts, the Riverdale Recap podcast, where each week we give you a brief, well, brief would be a lie, an extended <laughs> breakdown of what happened in the episode.
0: It was once brief.
2: once upon a time. Now it is long after that, <laughs> we break down our River Doos, the thing we liked most in the episode our river don'ts, the thing we liked least in the episode, and our weekly weird, that thing in the spiraling mass of tendrilous chaos that is Riverdale, that continues to suck us in, that sits with you for days, nay, weeks, sometimes months, after you've stepped away from it, but that grows in the crevices of your mind like a poison seed <laughs> threatening to take over your very existence. I am Quinn Wilson.
0: <laughs> I'm. Kind of cool. And I'm Rob. Today
2: Stiff. we are talking about chapter 22: Silent Night: Deadly Night, directed by Rob Glanz and written by Shepherd Boucher.
0: We begin, of course, with a fucking jughead. (laughs) Fucking
2: jughead's back on his bullshit. I've.
1: What is it this time, Rob? (laughs) What's he talking about now?
0: Who, who the fuck is this for? Who's he trying to impress? I have so many questions. But we are talking about the Feast of (laughs) Fools, which I don't know is if it that's like real or if they just want to do this Lord of Misrule tradition to tie to black hood. But like they do this thing. Apparently, it's the Feast of Fools, and there's Lord of Misrule running around doing mischief. Oh, sure. Christmas. I mean, like, Twelve Look. Night
1: kind of works like that, but it's not. That's not. There's uh, plenty
0: of weird. It's like they know as much about holiday traditions as they know about everything it's like else. That. That's what it's yeah, like. Yeah,
2: basically. I yep. do want to give a shout out to my favorite holiday tradition, though. Um, the Yule Lads are the best. They are 13 mm-hmm. horrible boys. Who come visit you and harass your sheep and lick your pots.
1: Oh, my. I believe they are from
2: Iceland. Yeah. They have names like Sheepcoat Claude. No. And Meat Hook. Who has a long hook with which he steals the meats from your rafters. There's also Window Peeper and Doorway Sniffer.
0: These are good boys.
2: It's my favorite thing about the holidays.
0: They are the best bad boys. I'm going to have to look into this so much more. Um, I'm I'm. Jughead,
1: just use Wikipedia.
0: Yeah. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Jughead's just making shit up. Fred and Archie are helping with Pop's Christmas decorations, and Jughead and Archie make plans for Kevin's secret Santa party, and at least they have the decency to lampshade how this is going to be an obvious teen love disaster. Uh
1: (laughs) Jughead... Archie makes plans. Jughead's like, me doing this would be bad. And I'm like, Jughead, why? Like, I get, like, teen love stuff, sure. But, like, y- you can't do a secret Santa gift exchange, Jughead? Like, teen stuff, okay. But really? Right. It was, it was a, a, a limit, a $20 limit. I feel like you could do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But... Yeah, at least they at least they display foreknowledge of the fact that it will be yes. awkward and aren't going to be affronted and shocked when yes. it is awkward. Jughead instantly ties the Lord of Misrule to the Black Hood, which is why we had that narration. Like, they oh. get around to the reason that they did it real, oh. real quick. I get it, because they're, like, the same in that they terrorize a town.
2: They are the same in as much as They will eat the crusts off of your pie dishes to feed their emaciated bodies or swipe your sausages.
0: Yeah, why not?
2: Hashtag just you will add things.
0: (laughs) I like that hashtag a lot, actually. Um, Polly creepily wakes up Betty to come meet the literal goddamn Santa Claus. And if you weren't sure it was a dream yet, Santa Claus is the Black Hood. But wait, there's (laughs) more. There is. We do... A direct, direct, direct <laughs> reference to Bob from Twin Peaks climbing over the Palmer's couch. It's the it same is. shot. Why?
1: Why do they put effort into this? It's <laughs> they needed it.
2: <laughs> some it place to shot put from their Twin effort.
1: Peaks. <laughs> did, did, yeah? But why here? <laughs> they could have written a show. <laughs> yes, they
2: could have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they didn't do that they did they did the
0: bob couch thing and you know what this feels like to me to me of all people it's like an abusive partner getting you a super awesome gift to get you to stay with them <laughs> oh, <wrong. laughs> because you can't you can't do this to me with twin peaks uh-huh. come on ah <sighs> penelope informs cheryl that they are out of money No money for the Blossoms, no more. We was mad about that. And continuing our theme of money troubles, Fred's hospital bill arrives. Apparently, if you get shot in Riverdale, you're on the hook for 86 large, which sucks really, really bad. And boy, howdy, that's America. Yes, it is. Uh, If we have any listeners outside of America, that's actually not, (laughs) that's not unrealistic. It's just that America sucks. I would
2: actually expect that it might cost more. Yeah.
0: Betty and Veronica go over gifts for this ill-advised party that they're doing. FP wants to push Jughead out of this serpent business, and obviously Jughead's not into that, and we quickly go to the Secret Santa party, where Veronica's gift is a couple's massage. Lol. (laughs) Archie's gift is some fucking historic nostalgia for him and Betty, which she loves. Oh, Yeah. And Moose and Midge show up, which was pleasant surprise. It was surprise. nice to see Moose, yeah. Barchi start bonding over their Black Hood obsession. And there's a mysterious new creepy-looking janitor dude because Svensson's just up and gone. And they worry that they may have turned Black Hood onto him and gotten him killed in a <laughs> rare moment of self-awareness. I also
2: want to say that their interaction with the new janitor was genuinely befuddling. They're like, who are you? He's like... What?
1: Do you want to know my name? Me? <laughs>
2: who am I? What? No one's ever asked me that before. What? What?
1: I love that he doesn't he doesn't give a name to.
0: Yep. No. I don't know th- who am I? I That's don't know. That's private information. I don't know that?
1: So they go they go and ask the like receptionist and She's like, Mr. Spenson gets depressed around the holidays.
0: Yep, this Angela Lansbury stunt double working as the secretary. So
1: I I went and gave him soup, and we have someone else.
2: I left soup on his door.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. And someone else is taking over the position. Where no doubt the Yule lads ate part of it and spilled the rest. But, um... So, then we get Bughead and Varchie giving these ironic pre-breakup purchased gifts. It's Archie awful. does share with, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> the knife, it does twist. Archie shares with Veronica the situation with his dad's money problem, and she wants to hug him and he can't handle it, and it's surprisingly emotionally real. hmm The serpents are criminal gang that does not sell drugs <laughs> is doing a giant holiday charity drive.
2: <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Guys, the Hell's Angels do it. As they they do feel yep. like they need to justify that part of the yeah. king's existence.
0: <laughs> I just yeah, what what King. are they? Uh,
2: an exclusive club for the discerning serpent enthusiast?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like they're like the Freemasons. Like they just have stuff that they do and like rituals and rules, but what the fuck actually our do? I really do? liked the
1: idea of a gang and then got scared.
2: <laughs> oh god, what like, do we do? We've got a gang on our hands. I know, toys for tots. No drugs. The
0: worst thing they. The worst thing they also no swears. Bring outside snacks to the movie theater. <laughs> they loitered.
2: They loitered.
0: Yeah, loiter. <laughs> they menacingly loitered. They violated loitered. the municipal That's the code. <laughs> That's the worst that they've done. Whereas the ghoulies like not only deal drugs but presumably eat corpses. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the ghoulies race. We don't they, know that. We don't indeed. know. The, our kids race?
0: Our kids don't do anything unless like challenged directly. Yeah. Like,
2: <sighs> I mean, for God's sake, one of their members' name is Sweet Pea. What do you expect?
0: Maybe it's not ironic. I thought it was ironic. Maybe it's not. Um, yeah, sugar
2: toes, <laughs> caramel bear.
0: <sighs> Tallboy is against FP pushing Jughead out of the gang for some reason. For some reason, yeah. We just had him be like, "Oh my god, I hate Jughead yeah. and everything he stands it makes for." No sense. Last episode, keep him around. And I like to and Now to punch him. But now he's like, "No, don't, don't kick your son out. That's mean." <laughs> I don't get it. Doesn't it doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. Okay. Well, that's why. Betty wants to take Archie to check on Svenson. Cheryl comes real close to talking to Archie for some reason. And Barchie go and check out Svenson's house with the help of some unsubtle camera work. The FP's parole officer shows up and is sort of vaguely threatening to yeah. Jughead. Nothing comes of this. Hermione and Hiram do some just truly mouth puky rich person version of flirting.
1: They say Glaberger egg at one point. From, From
0: Spiffany. <laughs>
2: I I almost died.
0: It was good. Perhaps if you were nice instead of naughty this year, I <laughs> Santa may g- bring you a vial of orphan tears. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not mutually exclusive it's in true. this show. Uh... Hiram is uh, not into the idea of doing additional non-optimally tax-deductible Ooh, charity yep. in order to help Fred with his getting shot <laughs> bill. And V straight up drops a dad shame bomb on him. And it's like more or less, Fred Andrews is a much better father than you are. And then Hermione's like,
2: well, when did you become a communist? (laughs) That was so funny. And she's like, since I was exposed to the vicissitudes of the American medical system, mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This scene just got me. I thought it was very funny. Oh,
0: man. It was delightful and just so like, oh, man, you guys really are just just troping uh-huh. all over the At one point the walls she called and them and
1: Like it was a yep, very yeah. good scene. <laughs> Not because it was good.
0: <laughs> no. You and see, here's the thing, Kat. You say that this was a very good yeah. scene, but good fucking god, the scene that follows. <laughs> oh
1: my god, oh my god, is that Cheryl <laughs> in the tree? <laughs> Please tell me it's Cheryl in the tree. It
0: is. Yes, God, it's yes. so red. It is, it is Riverdale's own <laughs> Christmas miracle, as Penelope comes in and Cheryl is just super happy and bubbly, and there's this great Christmas tree, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Isn't are you it doing? obvious,
1: Mother? And I've saved.
0: I've Christmas. saved Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope is pissed off about having to pay for the tree. And Cheryl suggests that she goes to Hiram Lodge for a job. And let me just drop a direct quote here. I was thinking, maybe you could go to Mr. Lodge for a job. Of course, he'd probably ask what skills you have. And you'd be forced to admit that the only skill you have is being a terrible mother. So I guess you're going to have to get creative in the new year.
1: And then Nana Rose at um, uh, Cheryl exits, and Nana Rose looks at her daughter and says, you should have drowned them at birth like a basket of kittens.
2: Yep. <laughs> that thing we all
0: love to do Those with baskets of flats. kittens.
1: Oh, what an amazing scene.
0: <laughs> I think Riverdale is good, I, you sometimes guys. Sometimes I think that Riverdale is good. <laughs> like, do, does there need to be more Riverdale after <laughs> this? Oh. Like, sometimes we need Sabrina nothing... because I
1: need to know about the Triffids and Shoggoths
0: <laughs> that are being
2: oh, shipped around. Oh, yeah. yes. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot the, of questions the underground unanswered.
0: The trade. So we switch to Betty and we do some r- truly gratuitous Nobody's Home scary camera and sound design for just no reason at all. Turns out Alice has made some cookies.
1: Oh, well, in case Polly comes home and it's sad. I mean, like. Yeah sad for a given value of sad because it's alice but like it's also
0: sad Yeah, right i mean like she deserves to have her daughter leave her because she's been super super terrible to her for most of yeah everything and again it's just it's hard because like you sympathize with some versions yeah. of alice because she's a different goddamn character yeah. in mm-hmm. five
1: minutes it's a tough it's a weird thing yeah <gasps> it sucks and doesn't suck it's so weird yeah
0: it's schrodinger <laughs> sucks Yep. yeah somehow No one is worried about the fact that a secret Santa gift for Betty has showed up on the goddamn porch in this season of this Riverdale television program. No one thinks that this is a weird thing. Alice has brought the gift up to her room so that she can find out in a nice, creepy, intimate setting that it's a severed finger. Yep. Archie visits. Black Hood calls. It's Svensson's finger. And Black Hood has him all kidnapped and stuff. He challenges Betty to find one last trespass and reveal it to the town to save Svenson's life. Like, where was the primal sin committed? You'll find the sinner Conway maybe still alive. And then Archie does some fucking macho posturing over the phone that ends the call, because, like, why not go to the serial killer? He,
2: he has a history of that.
0: <sighs> so we find out that Svenson spent some time at the creepy cult orphanage torture farm place Polly was at for a while and it sure looks like in the next scene that Veronica's fixing to forge a check for medical bills
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and she finds a f- fucking Fabergé egg and proof that the Lodge's own pops and like this is gonna be a thing but the fact that the egg is actually there just goddamn it I know <laughs> they're special FP mm-hmm. reveals that the mysterious drug bag that he was like "stay out of my drugs" was actually a mysterious <laughs> Christmas present bag, and FP would like Jughead to move out. Yeah,
2: and I thought it was really, really funny because Jughead's like, "Yeah, it's presents this time. What's it next time? Drugs, guns,
1: <laughs> Jug. Fuck yeah, off. God damn it." Just.
0: It's your, so much of this is yes. your fault.
2: 80% of this at least is your fault. <sighs> and he's like, yeah, well, I don't think this is going to work. Why don't you go live with uh, with Archie or Betty? And he's like, well, me and Betty broke up. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do, Jughead?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was just a wonderful reaction. <laughs> Real good. We cut back to Veronica who is using her mom's credit card and faking her identity on the phone to pay for Fred's medical This made me really happy.
1: Anonymously. Even though it's altruistic in this case, which is not usually the thing, Ronnie using her parents' cards to pay for stuff is like classic. Good, yeah. It's a classic comics. It's like, oh, she's doing the thing. She does this all the time, and she gets in trouble for it all the time. It's just like a, man, what a classic,
0: Ronnie and she's doing it to lodge the yeah. lodges. It's a good. It's which good. It's good. It's very good. Jughead does not want the serpents to end up like the ghoulies, beholden to, you know, the ardors of the drug trade and says like we got to take out Penny.
2: Lest we should find ourselves beholden to some cabal of strange leather clad people.
0: <laughs> yeah, indeed. We don't want to get I don't involved want to start with that larping. shit. Those Greendale warpers <laughs> go hard. We want none of it. Sweet Peas reticent about this, but Tony's there with the laws to bring up their whole code of honor, and it's on. Betty and Archie visit the convent, yep. and they want to talk about svensson the person's like no not gonna tell you about mr svensson and betty points out that like you know i could just expose what a fucking torture farm you have going here or you could help me out and so they're like all right we'll do what you want we'll get back to this uh so the sister's big cheese person confirms that svensson's vigilante justice story was basically right but adds that he may well have just pointed out the wrong guy to get murdered back in the day. And all she remembers about the crew was that Nana Rose Blossom was in Mm -hmm. on this situation.
2: Who even back then Uh, had hair white as snow, but with a streak (laughs) of cherry red running through it.
0: I mean, it's not from age that her hair is like that. It's from the deal she made with her demonic familiar.
1: That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So much sense.
0: Those kittens she drowns are a tie, or yes. like a, a yeah. tribute. Under every full moon. <laughs> God, this show. Jughead shows up at Penny's door, and we get the return of those suspiciously erotic snake <laughs> <Yep>. monster masks.
1: <laughs> I love this show, you guys. Merry
0: Christmas, Penny. Have a black bag over the head. <laughs> that scene
2: was just a lot.
0: Hermione confronts Veronica with this medical bill situation, and she throws back all the lies about Pops. Hermione suggests that there should be a compromise, and Veronica's going to get the truth, but she has to work together with her parents and do some kind of uh, marginal heel turn, I guess. We see Penny getting the bag pulled off her head in oh, Greendale. it's slightly Dale. more than
1: this, because they say there's a lot you don't know that's on purpose, and then there's a wolf howl that is our transition to this. <laughs> And I I'm just like okay. <laughs>
0: How sure. could I have forgotten?
1: Yeah, we needed that. Okay.
0: Thank
2: okay. you. Thank you Riverdale.
0: Yep. So Penny gets the bag pulled off her head in Greendale, and it sure as fuck looks like Jughead fucking cuts the tattoo off of her yeah, fucking I'm arm. Yeah. Sure She's dies. like, "You
2: can't, you can't do this. I'm a serpent. You you can't."
0: The law, the first law. That tattoo doesn't make you a serpent. And by the way, here's a knife. Just cuts it off.
1: He cuts the tattoo off her arm.
0: Which is like
2: surprisingly really viscerally like a... brutal.
0: That is so dark. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So we cut real quick off that, because even the show oh is like, And And uh, Barshi visit Nana Rose. She claims that she was told to stay at home when the hit went down on this preacher man. And that they didn't hang him; they buried buried him alive alive. underneath the devil's devil's hand. hand. The devil's hand, with the big pose, like Betty should ask her grandfather about it, is what she's told. And that there was a picture of the killer standing under the devil's hand. And my God, does this old woman love delivering scary (laughs) lines? Like it's clear that like her one source of joy left in this world (laughs) is like saying creepy or hateful things. Oh yeah, it's so. Yeah, it's true. definitely Endgame for Cheryl. This is a, this is a vision of the uh-huh. future. Betty knows where the pictures from her grandfather are probably at, so they start looking through those. And Archie gives her a pep talk about facing the black hood, that segues into a kiss real quick. Mm-hmm. There, and Cheryl saw this happen, which is fucking perfect.
1: Well, she was like eating a lollipop. I just, I I really love
2: her. Cheryl is a oh, yeah. delight.
0: No, she's the best. She and FB are my favorites. We cut back to Veronica, who now knows everything. Thanks, show. That sure was convenient, not having to write what everything that she knows now is. God damn it. She wants to not do illegal stuff and to have the medical bill for Fred stay paid. And I guess now she's a true member of Lodge here's, Industries, at least for here's the Here's the thing about
1: Veronica. She's definitely the only one so far who hasn't been doing illegal stuff and has been acting altruistically at all, and it's fucking weird. Yeah, she shouldn't be our most
0: remotely moral character.
2: It's so weird yeah, because
0: all of our kids who are running around doing the pro tagging are fucking idiot criminals. <laughs> they they buy and-
2: toilet guns.
1: <laughs> and just cut somebody's arm straight to hell. Just mutilated they, like, a person. Die.
2: Yeah, Jughead, who you're like, (laughs) yeah, he's got a reasonable head on his shoulders. He's like, no, I'm going to flay this woman's arm.
0: I will skin part of a person.
1: Uh, Yeah. It's really very odd that fucking Veronica Lodge is our, like, purest character at at this moment.
0: Yeah. Just by a lot. Anyway. FP does not really love how Jughead took matters into his own hands with Penny, but Jughead is ready again.
1: He said I got my pound of flesh in the process. Why? Sure God
2: is. proud of it. Damn it, Jughead. What a fucking
0: psycho. Uh he insists that he's a real serpent and throws some of those laws out there. Um okay. He sucks. He
1: sucks so bad.
0: I, he's it's a train wreck. He's got some fucking archie stink <laughs> on him in this like sequence of episodes, yeah, he really doesn't he? Does
1: get it together kid
0: oh he needs to hang out with some of his other friends hang out with i guess your dad
1: more you were good when you were just like being mini your dad
0: uh-huh yeah god damn it betty and archie find the picture of the lynch mob and know the location of the devil's hand there sure is an empty coffin buried there they find black hood shows up threatening to kill betty if archie doesn't get in the coffin and okay it's pretty awesome that Betty just straight face smashes him with a shovel. Yep, he hears the police are coming. It's a little bit questionable that she goes straight for the coffin instead of disabling him further. Or at least getting yeah, the gun. Yeah, she not keep uh-huh. going
1: for him. It was like, Betty,
0: Betty let me Betty. Let me point out, the black hood also doesn't go for the gun. He drops <laughs> it and then is like, well, <laughs> it's broken contact with my hand. It's not my gun anymore. Them's the rules. I can't Very touch strange. it for another 90 seconds. <laughs> Archie, freshly exhumed, and Betty corner the black hood, and Keller just busts a cap in him. And it turns out this dude was Svenson, who we have clearly established at this point wasn't the real Black Hood in the first place. He had to have been coerced somehow, except it's Riverdale, so I don't
2: know. It it has to be a fake out, unless it isn't. <laughs>
1: that's, that's really right. the mood here, isn't it?
2: <laughs> unless, I don't know okay, if they're just like, all like, right, that's enough of the Black Hood stuff. Let's move on.
1: I really do think like, that he is not the Black Hood, unless, <laughs> unless he was. Unless, unless he was, exactly.
0: Way, I hate that like, that's how I have to feel. There is a line... There is a line for how stupid <laughs> the show would have to be for Svenson to actually be the Black Hood, and it's often been far, far on the other side exactly. of that line. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to think. <laughs> like Archie's obsession, season long, with the like the piercing eyes of the Black Hood, would have to be just wrong and dumb this whole time, which I am trained. By 30 years of consuming fiction to believe is not the case. <laughs> but they also built but Grundy up like know. she was going to be
2: a big deal and then carted her off in episode four because they realized it was a mistake.
0: I just don't know what I, to think. I really don't think it's him, but I could, but Again, also the show could be a better Everything
2: <laughs> inside me says, no, that was not the Black Hood, yeah. but everything about Riverdale says, maybe you're stupid, Quinn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, that's exactly where I'm at. So Josie and Kevin do some caroling. Josie's able to sing again by now, I guess. Let's not remember that episode a couple episodes ago, you guys. It's just that the writer's room had some real bad drugs. And Cheryl finds Penelope just with some dude that I think maybe we've never seen before. No, I don't think we have.
2: I don't think we've seen him or he was the janitor.
0: (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Freshly shot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so there's some more poorly timed Christmas gifts because of pre-breakup purchasing and Jughead receives the typewriter of champions. <laughs> that is what he
2: calls it.
0: Indeed. Veronica shows up at Archie's place with some mistletoe. Veronica wants goodness in her life. Is that, is that true? Like, is that an antidote or is that a cover for something? She's got the L word ready this time. And I don't know how to feel about this. Like, the placement of this in the show feels like maybe this has something to do with the Lodge Industries thing and might not be fully genuine. But it could also just be fully genuine, in which case it's like, you did the Barchie thing for like literally five minutes, show. What are you doing? Well, but Cheryl
2: saw, so she can fuck shit up and create drama once we come back from break.
0: Sure. And someone's taking pictures of Veronica and Archie kissing. Why the fuck not? And Jughead closes us out with, Another narration, and we've just got all these unresolved feelings. Yeah, and Betty and,
1: tries to burn things and then can't burn them.
0: And, yes, wants to wants to burn that Black Hood and can't bring herself to do it, and something in her heart whispers to her in the darkness that it's not over, and I sure hope you mean it, Jughead, because if Spencer was the fucking Black Hood, fuck this show. Yeah, for real yeah the character introduced two episodes ago via a series of heavy-handed <laughs> horror stings. <laughs> can't be the stalker. Fucking don't you dare Ooh. don't you dare do this to me <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I guess it's time for those river and river don'ts. My runner-up riverdo is Veronica using her mom's credit card and faking her identity on the phone to pay for Fred's medical bill. That was real good. Good job, Veronica. That was awesome. But my Riverdue for this week, and perhaps for the entire run of the show so far, is Cheryl saving Christmas. Uh (laughs) Because not only the absurdly, like, written style of that, which is how she talks, on top of that, like, just the brutal call-out of her mother's utter uselessness as a human being, and then the mic drop, and she just leaves the scene, like... That was a perfect scene of Riverdale. yes, it was it was very good.
2: it was very much that's just this Riverdale. show
0: that's that's my favorite thing that's probably ever happened
2: yeah my Riverdo I think is gonna be FP stuff this week i I like the way that he's developing with handling this penny peabody stuff and again i i really did appreciate when he's like look i don't jughead we're in a mess i can't do anything about it why don't you (laughs) like if if you can't deal with this if you're gonna be griefing me like this maybe you can go and he's like well i broke up with my girlfriend and he's like i can't i can't
0: do all your problems jughead that's good that's I thought that
2: good. was that was very good and I liked that a lot.
0: Yeah, it was great. FP. Mm, he's all of us. This had great stuff for both of my favorite characters. Even though this episode kind of sucks. His <laughs> yeah. overall was a quite quite a poor episode. It, what a boring it episode. It was a shitty episode with such awesome little things in it. Uh,
1: I think mine is it has to be um Veronica finding out stuff from her parents and then deciding to work with them. Mm. Because like Veronica has been, in terms of the intrigue, ill-handled as compared to the other children for a while now. She just
0: hasn't Mm. really been involved with it. And also... Well, she has long since stopped being Deadpool, too. Yeah, And, Mm -hmm. like, it's left her with very little to do besides fuck Archie a lot. Right,
1: that she's really not... And we get that she's like, "I'm gonna be a good kid," and she's been working on that. But like the other kids have stopped trying
0: to be good at all. They <laughs> <So>. have devolved <laughs> I don't, deep. I don't know, Cat, if the show knows that to the extent that <laughs> yeah. you do, um, but you're not. Yeah.
1: Wrong. So it like so her efforts. We there's no purpose for them at this point, and we don't really see them anymore. But we we did in season one. But this season, there's no point to her up until this moment right and um yeah and like the execution of her ostensibly getting her hands dirty gives us something to see her do and also we know that she is like morally centered in a way that the other kids aren't so her hearing out everything that her parents are doing and going okay i'm in means that either she's getting one over on her parents or her parents are actually up to something that is kind of like reasonable and either one is kind of interesting you know yeah um
0: yeah like you can have actual weight because she isn't yet a monster yeah
1: that's it would be cool to see her be playing something against them it would be really cool or finding out that like they necessarily are playing a complex game Mm -hmm. would be great it just means that Riverdale needs to eventually tell us what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is. I'm here for either eventuality. <laughs> they
0: eventually need to get this shit together. I sure look forward to like.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever it is.
0: Bizarre rendition of a alien AI's understanding of what fraud is right. like.
1: It'll certainly be a trip. But either way, it's something for those characters to do.
0: That does remind me, Quinn and I, in an off mics conversation, I, I came up with the brilliant revelation that the reason Riverdale is what it is is that it's not written by humans <laughs> and it's written by an oh AI that has been fed every CW show. <gasps> wow. What a thought. All makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. River don't. My river don't. So when we go to the Sisters of Child Abuse, I don't remember their actual name. Perpetual but Perpetual Mercy?
2: Quiet Mercy. Um, Quiet mercy yeah, yeah,
0: you go. yeah. So- she wants information on Svensson and she threatens to expose the fact that they are just this hive of human rights violations, which means that she knows that and that it's true because this threat works. So she knows that they're doing these horrible things and she didn't expose them already and ostensibly will continue to keep her silence about it if they tell her about Svensson. Yeah. Betty. Betty! Betty. Betty. That's horrible.
1: I guess she thinks it's going to be useful to her in the future. I don't... They torture
0: children? Betty sucks. <laughs> yeah. Betty Sometimes super sucks after this. Betty
2: really sucks.
0: Yeah. Like, God damn it. Yeah. That's my Riverdome. Holy God. That's a good one. I I got one. All right, cool. Oh, okay.
1: Spence and why? Like, why though?
0: Like, you mean the 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 pure narrative lack of fulfillment yeah. of him being so, like
1: so, okay so I'm I'm gonna say he's not the black hood right so yeah
0: I mean I, we we all fucking we, yes say we that. all would like to believe that
1: so he's not the black hood so what's he doing you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He well, he's cutting off his own finger and threatening children and <laughs> dropping a gun and running and getting yeah. shot. Cat, what's there not to understand? Well, I assume
2: that he was under some other duress, like was he?
0: I sure hope It'll sure so. Be interesting to Unless see if we he ever got get around
2: to that. He got tired of being called out for his male gaze and male privilege and decided to cut off his fucking finger and murder some kids.
1: Like I don't get it, cause he wasn't, cause nobody seemed to go after him. I don't. Oh,
0: what's going on? I, I don't know. <laughs> my like, only assumption I find myself imagining or trying to imagine the show revisiting the Svenson plotline and fleshing out what happened and like other characters figuring out what was going on with that. And I can't even complete the thought without starting to kind of laugh <laughs> at the absurdity of the show handling that. Yeah. I I,
2: I would assume that there was some other like the the Black Hood was doing something, but if not, I don't know. I I don't oh, know.
1: It. I just, I can't see- At least see. we've established earlier yeah.
0: in the season that the Black Hood does use threatening telephone calls to manipulate people into doing things. yes, yeah.
1: like, maybe- So
0: hopefully that's what we'll get. Maybe, maybe. But I'm concerned, I'm deeply concerned. I just concerned. feel like
1: maybe they wanted us to buy that he was, he felt guilty- about yeah. about the the burying the guy thing and possibly not getting the right person, but how? Why would that manifest in burying someone? I don't. I know. don't know.
2: It's so confusing. It
1: hurts to think because fi- it doesn't.
0: It's a fine river. Don't you've sort of isolated the nucleus of how this just like this episode was just like this big narrative whimper. Yeah. That just. Yeah.
2: So my river don't is. Jughead's increasingly radical characterization to the point where he literally carved a tattoo off of a woman's arm this week.
0: Good one. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You got my weekly. You got weird, it, Quinn. That's a great one. Just
2: like, what the hell, Jughead? Jughead,
0: why? For me, that transcended River Don't even and just went into like, what the fuck, Ville? population that scene and for me it's just like the implication of the care
2: like for the character and everything it's like this is too extreme
1: it is it's too extreme it doesn't make any sense but he's like he's been building there though he's been getting increasingly radicalized
2: yeah yeah it was just like okay it still felt like less of a step and more of a
0: leap it's
1: very odd it's very very odd
2: look i can even get him Convincing a bunch of his buddies to dress up in snake masks and kidnap a woman. <laughs> no, that's
0: 100% understandable. That's just
1: a part of Riverdale.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised it
2: has not happened twice already. I'm surprised there wasn't more body oil involved. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the highest production value of anyone's mask fetish wank material is this Riverdale show. So...
2: That said, Weekly Weirds. <laughs> Jim
0: Sterling loves Riverdale.
2: I bet he does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Weekly Weirds.
0: Weekly Weirds. That was mine. Yeah. The tattoo cutting and the call out to the pound of flesh. Like, Jesus, what the fuck show?
2: Um, I think... Slow your roll. Mine is going to be the eclectic selection of very quietly played Christmas music throughout this entire episode. Like there's a lot of quiet, vaguely ominous Christmas music playing in yeah, the they background.
0: Yeah, the they played the verse of God Rest Ye Merry, Gentleman that talks about Satan. Yep. <laughs> That's so, so good.
2: It was like super weird, creepy Christmas music. Um, and it was just creating a very, very weird vibe for an already very strange show.
1: I think mine is like how they cut the end thing with Cheryl and her mom and the guy in the Santa hat because I've seen the next episode so I know where this is going but with this episode I had no idea what the hell they were trying to explain to me.
0: Oh, no, I haven't seen the next episode and like it was just a thing that happened with no context whatsoever. The cuts were so fast too. Yeah. Where like
2: it's hard almost to parse what you've just seen.
1: Yeah, everybody else is like Let's recap things where like everybody giving each other gifts, right, and or us seeing what everybody's been given, sort of thing, and then like Betty not being able to burn stuff. It all made sense, and Cheryl's was just like Santa, no mom making out with somebody. What the fuck is happening? Utter non- It just sequitur. didn't make sense at all, and it left me incredibly disjointed. It it like it <laughs> it did not compute
2: at best. It was the blossoms subverting Betty's weird vision from the start of the episode, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah, at all. It
1: doesn't. It was it was very, very odd to me. And like the way that they oh, put it in, fair. because like without the context of the next episode, it doesn't have a purpose. I don't like No. No. Deeply You're like, what? weird. Yeah. Deep deeply strange narrative decision to me
0: people had to wait a long time for that next week yeah this was the Mm mid-season yeah i I don't know and and it was positioned as though it was the end of a plot line yes
1: yeah it just like it it wasn't quite enough to be like a to be the sort of stinger where you understood what was happening like Mm -hmm. god did i not understand what was happening yeah no
0: not at all not at all um
2: i did feel the need Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. To give a quick weekly weird shout out oh, to okay. Glamourjay Egg.
1: <laughs> Such a good one. Spiffanies. From
2: Spiffany's.
1: From Spiffany's.
0: If you break down your car on your trip to Spiffany's to pick up your Glamourjay Egg, don't forget to call Triple C. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, yeah. I like this show. And
0: on the way home, we could pick up. A burger at Sandwich Monarch, yes,
1: which you can pay for with your American Express card.
0: Uh huh. Yes, that's actually a real thing from the show. It's oh man,
2: it's all just a lot.
0: Well, we we did it, you guys. We survived. We, I'm proud. We of We have us.
2: emerged victorious, we did or it. at least alive.
0: They are a like Christmas. Tradition, folklore, goblin thing oh. that can also just instantly be a punk band mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat. Great.
1: Oh my god. This Yule themed milk carton.
0: Oh yeah. And
2: yep. again, they all have such good names
1: Sheepcoat Claude. Gully Gully. Yeah. Stubby. Yep. Stubby. <laughs> Stubby.
2: <laughs> Sausage Swiper.
1: <laughs> Stubby, the one who eats the pan crusts, is really good. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. Oh man.
2: Spoon liquor.
0: So. Okay. I'm back. (laughs)